Welcome to Metaphysical Correspondent, the show that deals with current events and societal change from a metaphysical perspective. I'm Patrice Caymans. With the Amazon rainforest burning and environmental destruction around the globe, it can indeed feel like the world is coming to an end. And yes, it is possible that we will self-destruct on this material plane. But I am hoping that to some degree we are wrestling with a, dare I say, even larger metaphysical issue, that of the elevation of consciousness. Our limited 3D selves are seeking deliverance from separation and toward expansion into the reality of the larger connected universe, the web of all life. An enlightened humanity could turn the ship around, but we clearly are not there yet. And this should be our wake-up call, or there may not be any more alarm bells. While the clock is ticking down on global warming, if enough leaders were in agreement and acceptance of the problem, there are solutions, myriad ones, some which we know of and others which were developed to mitigate and potentially reverse this catastrophe. But alas, leadership is the problem and the obstacle, and even if providing minimal lip service to change, cannot do much if they've allowed their hands to be tied by multinational crime organizations, i.e. corporations. Yes, anyone stealing profits, destroying the environment, displacing whole populations is a criminal of the highest order. When it comes to our most visible environmental crisis, the raging fires in Brazil, comedian Bill Maher suggests seriously that Jeff Bezos buy the Amazon, thus perhaps giving new meaning to his company's name, while economist Umer Hawk has recommended that rich nations pay poor nations to place natural resources like the rainforest and fragile ecosystems in a trust, providing a basic livelihood for caretaking so the poorest of the poor would not be forced to plunder resources for the benefit of the wealthy. Hawk posits that the systems of colonialism and afterwards slavery are to blame for our current dystopia and coming apocalypse, and I agree. Yet without consciousness, the purchasing or stewardship of the environment could in the wrong hands lead to another colonialist era. In fact, the book Climate Leviathan provides four different frameworks three, which are terrifying, as a potential immediate future due to our rapidly destabilizing climate. As always, there is an astrological correlate which we can refer to. Eris, planet of discord and disruption, is currently in the sign of Aries. Even though it has a 558-year cycle, due to its elliptical orbit, it is traveling in Aries for over 100 years, from 1923 to 2044. Hence, most of us living on planet Earth also have Eris in Aries in our birth charts, and we must find ways to deal with issues concerning power, conflict, war, creation, destruction, and rebirth. Eris likewise was in Aries during the 1500s, and this did mark the era of global expansion by the European nations through the Americas, Asia, Africa, and beyond. The Westerners brought their methods, disease, and terror to browner civilizations and forced the genocide or enslavement of native peoples for the pillaging of natural resources. This period was considered the discovery of the new world and brought with it new markets and new forms of exploitation, basically the origins of capitalism that is now in its end stage, late stage. And we are now on the precipice of another new world, and no, it is not technology or AI, as they are just dressed up versions of the same callous disruption, oppression, and inequality which have plagued us for centuries. We are at a pivotal turning point in this 558-year cycle. 
And as I've mentioned elsewhere, there are other historical cycles at play, and it requires a dramatic redirection of our economic model and how we look at winning, conquest, and war. Eris is a fighter, the feminine version of Mars, but we must transform what that means and looks like. Because where we have been is leading us all to death's door. So white supremacists have it right that their way of life is dying as their hegemony is no longer guaranteed. I'm sorry if I'm shedding crocodile tears as anyone dealing in separation is bound to eventually die off. Unfortunately, the actions of madmen are taking down the entire planet. Northern Europeans, with their great technological advances, failed to share the bounty and have now gone off the deep end where automation and ecocide will destroy all of our lives. And another group, Christian fundamentalists, are also looking toward Armageddon and the Second Coming, hence relieving themselves of any responsibility to improve or heal the world right now. This is madness, as is the insanity of billionaires like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk to colonize the moon or Mars instead of using their enormous fortunes to create a more habitable planet. So rapid change and action are needed on all levels, and we can't wait until the entrenched leadership dies off. A new economic model of true cost accounting is necessary, but not enough in that we will have to redistribute monies already gained and hoarded through the unfair practices of predatory capitalism. If we begin now, perhaps by the time Eris moves into Taurus in 2044, if we still exist as a species, we will have developed an entirely new way of sharing and distributing resources. Now, perhaps the global catastrophe of climate leviathan is the only danger that may finally capture our eyes, minds, and hearts. But it requires we question the basic underlying structures of our lives. And while we are witnessing converging tragedies, this is calling us to open our minds to the construction of a new reality. The end of the world feeling is an indication that we must end, attend to the end of ego formation and old patriarchal hierarchical models of engagement. What wants to die now, but is afraid of leaving, is the primacy of the artificial ego over the truth of our essential nature as spiritual beings. Because we have separated from God, we created false gods instead in the forms of kings, rulers, religious leaders, corporations, and money. The inner is expressed in the outer, and the horrifying disconnect from spirit and guy is revealing itself in overlapping economic and ecological disasters. The madness of the hard-hearted mental lack plane must be replaced by the warmth of our hearts, emotional intelligence, and naturally connective natures. A new world is possible in the here and now, but we must extricate ourselves from our addictions to consumerism and distractions in order to face the crises of values and the karmic consequences of remaining asleep while the villains were running the show. We took our freedoms for granted while those intent on hijacking power and influence operated behind the scenes, whitewashing their intentions with philanthropic foundations, like David Koch of disreputable fame. It is time to take our power back as individuals and as citizens, a cry to arms that presidential candidate Marianne Williamson has made, and which is necessary for our nation to survive and evolve. And while the larger context of patriarchal thinking made possible the establishment of nation states, i.e. the fatherland, we must reconfigure the model of masculinity to include protector and supporter rather than master and exploiter. 
We have all been every possible iteration of human in past lives, so we have all been asshole men ourselves. I am assuming that if you are a man listening to this now, you are not of the toxic masculine variety, so we must have compassion for everyone in the system, even the predators. Yet that, that, that does not mean we take it, but contain the bad behavior if there is no remorse. Just like crimes against humanity, we must adjudicate crimes against nature, which include ecological and social disruption that result from corrupt business practices. So we have inner and outer work to do. Yes, we need to wake up and clear our programs, but also join with others in advancing and supporting a lifestyle that is respectful and loving to all. Let's fight the power, but not in the methodology of war and displacement, but in Marianne Williamson's words of fighting by committing to love. Eris and Aries coincided with the discovery of the new world. We must now discover the next new world, but rather one of exploitation and domination, it must be one of inner expansion and universal connection. So let the end of the old paradigm die, it is time, but in its place let us bring into form a world that honors the divinity of every living thing, and hence we truly create paradise here on earth. I thank you for joining me today and I invite you to subscribe to future Astrocasts. Please follow me here at anchor.fm or on Twitter at metaphysicalco2 or medium at metaphysicalcorrespondence. Today's music is courtesy of Purple Planet. That's www.purple-planet.com. Remember, the tie that lifts all boats is consciousness. I'm metaphysical correspondent Patrice.